Welcome to Chasing Dramas. This is the podcast that discusses Chinese history and culture through Chinese TV dramas. This is Kathy. And this is Karen. Today, we are discussing episode 15 of Hougong Zhen Huan Zhuan, Empresses in the Palace. I'll be honest, this is not an episode that I enjoy. Why? Bad things happen to our heroines, specifically Shin Mei Zhuang. I know this is not this is one of those episodes where you're like, ugh, you watch it once and you kind of just want to fast forward because you're like, Shin Mei Zhuang, you're so you're so naive. Uh, but this episode will also be more our our podcast episode will be more plot explanation because there is quite a lot of things happening and there isn't as much history. But we will get more of that in the next episode. So hang in there. The episode starts off innocently enough. The Emperor Yongzheng is still at Zhen Huan's place. He actually wants to promote her to the next level of Pin, or Imperial Concubine. That's one step higher than Huiren, or Noble Lady, which is the level that Zhen Huan, Shen Meizhuang, and Cao Guiyin are at right now. But it is too early because she hasn't given him a child, so he will have to wait. It's all lovey-dovey... I still don't get this couple, but we'll move on from there. And I don't think I'll ever get this couple, regardless. Because he is, like, mid-40s, and she is, like, 17 right right now. Yeah. The Emperor, Yongzheng, and Zhen Huan head over to see Shen Meizhuang, and they bump into An Lingrong, who tags along. It's an absolute party. Literally everyone is there at Shen Meizhuang's place. You have the Empress, Huang Hou, Hua Fei, Cao Guiyin, everyone, you name it. Even Qi Fei is there. There's some innocent sniping between Hua Fei and Jin Huan before the Emperor Yongzheng leaves with the whole retinue. Everyone gets to the courtyard only to see a sneaky figure running away into the shadows. She is promptly captured and brought to the Emperor for questioning. It's Shen Meizhuang's maid, Fu Lin. And it looks like she stole something. Shen Meizhuang doesn't have a clue as to why Fu Lin is stealing, so something is really fishy. Sure enough, who goes to grab the bag? Cao Guiren. What's in the bag? Some bloody sheets. Everyone is confused. Why would there be bloody sheets? Unless Shen Meizhuang is on her monthly cycle. But Shen Meizhuang is pregnant. How could this happen? What is happening right now? Shen Meizhuang is extremely upset and wants to punish Fu Lin. And Fu Lin immediately yells and says, You told me to get rid of this. This is a shocking piece of news. Did Shen Meizhuang lie about her pregnancy? Look at the shot of Hua Fei in the background. She's smirking. The emperor Yongzheng calls for an imperial doctor. The usual doctor that Shen Meizhuang uses, Liu Bin, is not on duty tonight, so they get another doctor. He comes to diagnose Shen Meizhuang and declares that she is not pregnant. How is that possible? This doctor acknowledges that he is not a gynecologist and asks to summon Dr. Jiang, who is more specialized in this area. Dr. Jiang walks in and nods to Song Zhi, who is Hua Fei's head maid. They are definitely in together on something. Dr. Jiang 
uh, looks over Shen Meizhuang, and he also declares that Shen Meizhuang is not pregnant. Remember that this Dr. Jiang also gave Shen Meizhuang some prescriptions earlier on in this episode. Now he's saying that he did give her a prescription to delay her monthly cycle. This is just getting worse and worse for Shen Meizhuang. She kneels on the floor crying that she has been wrongly accused and she that she didn't know what was going on. Something else that is very important is that Fu Lin is not one of Shen Meizhuang's maids from home. She was added to help Shen Meizhuang while she entered the palace. So we don't know what the background is of Fu Lin. And we later on find out that Fu Lin is in cahoots with Hua Fei. At this point, Emperor Yongzheng is done. He orders Shen Meizhuang's normal doctor, Liu Bin, to come, but the eunuchs report that he's fled. Now with no witness, Shen Meizhuang is toast. Liu Bin and Shen Meizhuang came from the same area, and Shen Meizhuang was the one who recommended that he become her primary doctor. This looks very suspicious, and there's no way to get out of this situation. Jin Huan tries to put in a word for Shen Meizhuang, but is stopped by the emperor. Qi Fei, another consort, almost accuses Jin Huan too, due to her closeness with Shen Meizhuang, and is angrily stopped by the emperor. Yongzheng is livid, and angrily grabs the hairpin that he gifted Shen Meizhuang out of her hair coiffure. Jin Huan and An Linrong try to appeal for Shen Meizhuang. To their credit, they tried. Even the empress does, but Yongzheng has made up his mind. Shen Meizhuang, for her crimes of deceiving the emperor, of lying about her pregnancy, is to be stripped of her title of Hui Guiren, or noble lady, and demoted to Dayin, or second-class female attendant. She is to be imprisoned in her palace and cannot leave unless summoned by the emperor. No one can visit without permission. The emperor orders the capture of the imperial doctor, Liu Bin, and the maid, Fu Lin, is to be killed. With this, Shen Meizhuang faints. Cao Guiren and Hua Fei exchange knowing glances. An Linrong rushes back to her quarters and orders all of the baby clothes she made to be burned. She does not want anything to do with this. If others hear that she made baby clothes, she could also be punished. We then have a scene of that missing imperial doctor, Liu Bin. He's waiting for his contact to give him some money so that he can run away. But obviously, it's not going to be that easy. The contact tries to kill him, but Liu Bin flees the scene. And that will be crucial later on. The next scene answers the conundrum on who sent Liu Bin in the first place. Hua Fei? There's some hints, but now we have confirmation. She sent both Liu Bin and Fu Lin. That's plotting. This started several episodes ago, in episode 12, before Hua Fei was even back in favor. I'll applaud her for this. Obviously, she had help, most likely from Cao Guiren, but this was a long time coming. Shen Meizhuang was trying to get pregnant, and they found somebody that Shen Meizhuang could quote-unquote trust. Also, they could come to this night of Shen Meizhuang being demoted and losing her favor with the emperor. 
The rest of the episode revolves around how Jin Huan tries to protect herself from the fallout of the fake pregnancy scandal. Everyone knows that Jin Huan and Shin Meijuan are close friends, and therefore most people are wondering if the two were plotting together and also trying to see if Jin Huan will also be punished. The servants, seeing the downfall of Shin Meizhuang, treat Jin Huan and An Lingrong very poorly, giving them the worst flowers or amenities, and in the case of An Lingrong, simply taking away a lot of decorations from her palace, which is quite humiliating. Jin Huan is trying to see if she can talk to Huang Sheng, but is refused at the door, and has to endure a humiliating interaction with Hua Fei as she walks out of the palace, having just been with Huang Sheng. Back in her room, now stripped of most comforts and decorations, we see that Shen Meizhuang is being consoled by a kind Jingpin. You'll recall that Jingpin is the head of the palace where Shen Meizhuang lives, and as we see here, she is looking after Shen Meizhuang and urging her to eat. We also notice that Shen Meizhuang, now demoted to only a dying, wears much simpler clothing and hairstyles. Jinping is able to persuade Shen Meizhuang to eat. But before they take a bite, Jinping, out of precaution, takes one of her hair accessories, which is made of silver, and uses it to test for poison in Shen Meizhuang's food. Luckily, she did because a plate of vegetables turned her accessory black, which means the food was poisoned. The two ladies are justifiably upset and deduce that Huafei is the only one powerful enough to be able to do this. It's clear that Huafei hates Shen Meizhuang and will do anything to get her killed. Fortunately, they were able to save themselves this time. And we see that Jinping so far is a kind-hearted person. She's been kind to Jin Huan and will continue to play a larger role in the palace. Another thing that Jinping discusses is that if Shen Meizhuang dies, people will think that she actually committed suicide, which is actually in and of itself a crime. You cannot what is called sha, which means that you commit your you commit suicide as a way to confess your crime. Now, committing suicide in Hogong could mean that you not only you are punished, but your family will be punished. You will die, but you could potentially lead your family, your parents, your children, or your extended family to die. And Jinping is very upset by this supposed or this plot to kill Shen Meizhuang as well, because Jinping is the person who runs the palace where Shen Meizhuang lives, right? If Shen Meizhuang dies, then the responsibility of not looking after Shen Meizhuang falls onto her, and she will also be punished. So this plot of two birds with one stone will only benefit one person, and that is Huafei. And so both of them turn around and are just like, we need to protect ourselves. We need to make sure that we take extra precaution. We cannot let Huafei kill either of us. Jin Huan is pacing back and forth, trying to figure out what to do, because she has not been given the opportunity to speak to the emperor. With Chen Huan worried sick about what to do to help Shen Meizhuang, her headmaid Jin Xi suggests that Chen Huan speak to Fang Ruo. Who is this Fang Ruo? Fang Ruo is a maid who serves the emperor. She has direct access to him and therefore is a powerful ally. Fang Ruo is also the maid who taught Jin Huan court etiquette when they first entered the palace. So they do have some connection. I think she was introduced in like the second episode. 
And also Fangruo is what you would consider a Google. And Google directly translates to aunt. But in this situation in the palace, when you're talking to a maid, the term of Google is a term of respect. And so she is a middle-aged maid who has seen quite a lot and now is uh, serving the emperor. What does Jen Huan do? She grabs an expensive looking bracelet off her person and stuffs it to Jinxi's hand and says, give this to Fang Ruo and ask her to help look after Shen Mei Chuang. After all, money will and can solve most issues. In addition, here's the interesting part. Chen Huan says to grab makeup from her cabinet and to give it to Fang Ruo to help draw eyebrows. She says that having light eyebrows in front of the emperor is not pretty. What type of makeup? It's called Luo Zidai. We'll talk about this more in the next episode. And indeed, later on in this episode, we see this Fang Zhuo Gugu, this middle-aged maid, serving tea to the emperor, and he actually does a double take on her eyebrows. He asks, your eyebrows are styled in the Yuan Shan Dai style. Fang Ruo says yes, and that she helped the previous empress wife, Chun Yuan Huang Hou, draw this Yuan Shan Dai eyebrow style and therefore knows how to draw it on herself. The emperor stares for a second, doesn't say a word, but ends up going to see Chen Huan that night when he had previously been avoiding her all day. We see that Fang Ruo is incredibly smart. She does not outright do anything to help Jin Huan except for talk about the eyebrows. What is interesting is that she doesn't even mention that the new makeup was from Jin Huan. Instead, she purposefully mentions Chun Yuan Huang Hou, the emperor's first wife, which then leads him to see Jin Huan. What is the connection there? I think this part is particularly interesting. This connection with Chun Yuan Huang Hou is a very important theme throughout the drama, and we have already seen hints of it here and there. But here is a brief instance where we see this connection surfacing again, and I also appreciate how subtle this is. Unless we were pointing this out, I don't know how many of you would have noticed the importance of these eyebrows with Chun Yuan Huang Hou. And for those of you who are wondering what this eyebrow style Yuan Shen Dai is, I also didn't know what it was and was only introduced to it through this drama. Apparently, it is a style of drawing your eyebrows that was named since ancient times, at least from the Han Dynasty, so 2,000 years ago. We've talked about the Han Dynasty a couple of times already, and there isn't much significance here of this eyebrow style in this drama beyond the fact that it is related to Chen Yuan Huang Ho, so it's not super important. If you do want to read up on it, there are instances where there were historical references to the specific Yuan Shen Dai hairstyle uh, attributed to both Zhuo Wenjun and Zhao Feiyan and Zhao Hede. The episode ends with Huang Shang coming to visit Jin Huan, and she, surprisingly or smartly, steers away from trying to beg Huang Shang for help. Instead, she discusses very simple and trivial matters with him. He clearly appreciates this and stays the night, leaving Hua Fei all alone with an empty bed. The next day, he even punishes the head eunuch of Nei Fu, the imperial household department, for having given dying flowers and poor ornaments and decorations to Jin Huan's place. 
This eunuch, Huang Guiquan, we've seen him a few times, is actually a distant relative of Hua Fei. And when she hears the news from Huang Hou, she tries to get him released from punishment. But of course, Huang Hou won't have it. Huang Hou has placed her own guy on the job. The ladies are snickering at Hua Fei for this turn of events, and Hua Fei is understandably upset because she lost a pretty powerful ally in Hou Gong. So, the end of this episode, we have Shen Meizhuang out of favor, Jin Huan in a precarious situation, and An Lingrong trying to protect herself. She also doesn't have any power, so she really doesn't can't do anything right now. We'll see what happens in the next episode and what the ladies try to do to win back favor. Another couple of observations. The cracks between Shen Meizhuang and An Lingrong are becoming more and more clear. An Lingrong in this episode An Lingrong in this episode suffers because of her association with Shen Meizhuang, and she's becoming more and more upset. We see a scene where she's trying to send home a couple of packages to her mother, and she is being refused by the eunuch because of what happened to Shen Meizhuang. Something else that is important here, and Kathy, we can discuss this, is that I think that Huangsheng is upset about the fake pregnancy, but he is actually more disappointed that Shen Meizhuang didn't do enough due diligence on the matter and was so easily manipulated by people to fall for such schemes. I don't think Huangsheng is dumb enough to think that Shen Meizhuang really tried to plot uh, to do this plot, but I think he is just more or less saying like, wow, how can you let other people play you so easily? Part of the reason why I think that he actually went a little bit easy on her is because even though he demoted her, he could have easily executed her or banished her to Longong, right? Remember a few episodes ago, we recall that lying to the emperor is punishable by death. He killed Yu Yinger for lying to him. Being lied to is his biggest taboo. And so I think that he probably believes Shen Meizhuang didn't know she was being fooled, which is why she wasn't executed and ultimately has to put on a show and give her this punishment of being demoted and also uh, restricting access to her and keeping her uh, under house arrest. Um, okay. I mean, that's one way of saying it. And I, and I get where you're coming from. I also think that another is maybe having to do, to do with the fact that the whole debacle with Aling Rong's father meant that when Aling Rong's father went for retrial, that was Shen Meizhuang's father that handled that retrial. And that would have pissed off Hua Fei. And Hua Fei's brother would have also been mad about that. So I don't know. Maybe there's also some power balance that he's trying to achieve there. But... As we'll see in the next episodes, he really just gives up on Shen Meizhong. And uh, this does not look good for for our girls. Well, I mean, ultimately, like I said, I think it could have been way worse for her. But I think this is also why Huangsheng was so quick to go back to Jin Huan and believe that Jin Huan didn't have anything to do with a big pregnancy plot. If it was anybody else, I think he would have just connected the two and punished both of them together. But here, he only punished Shimei Zhuang, did not punish Jin Huan. I feel like something about the two gives Huangsheng the impression that they could trust them to some degree, more so than other people. 
The next observation for this episode is again to point out how clever Cao Guiren is. Remember the scene where Jin Huan is waiting outside trying to talk to the emperor and she runs into Hua Fei? Hua Fei leaves and Jin Huan asks the head eunuch Su Peisheng to see the emperor again. Su Peisheng does go uh, and report to the emperor, but Cao Guiren is there with her daughter. What does Cao Guiren do though? Jin Huan said nothing about Shen Meizhuang, but Cao Guiren, every single word, every single sentence is revolve, revolves around Shen Meizhuang, saying, oh, she must be here to help to put in a good word. They are very close friends. It's understandable. It's very sweet. And this pisses off the emperor. This pisses off Guangxiang. That's why he didn't go see her. Otherwise, I think he would have. But with this egging on, with this reminder from Cao Guiren, and it seems like... It, it's you know, so innocent. It's so innocent. And, you know, it's true. Yongzheng, the emperor, just says, no, I'm not going to see you. And it takes Fang Ruo Gu Gu with her eyebrows. eyebrows to prompt him to see Jin Huan. If Cao Guiren wasn't there, he probably would have seen her. I agree. So we are seeing subtle signs of how Cao Guiren really is a very uh, powerful force to be reckoned with. Right. Um, and then the last thing that I want to talk about, the very, very tropey thing in Chinese dramas is using silver to detect poison. It just, I mean, today for this episode is very much like a plot device, um, but you'll see all the time, um, oh, let's use silver to see if they detect poison. Now, historically, before every meal, the emperor would have eunuchs uh, use silver or some metal to see if there's any poison in use the food. Use silver chopsticks. Use to- silver chopsticks to see if there's any poison in the food. Um, so that is true, but I mean... Okay, she tests it out, and voila, there's poison. That's just kind of like TV magic right here. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening. That's all we have for the discussion of episode 15. We know it's a little bit light on the analysis. We will do more in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this episode, even though, again, like we said, it wasn't our favorite to discuss. Uh, As always, if you have any questions or comments, please email us at chasingdramaspodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to having you with us in the next episode.